Waiting for our children to arrive. Here, the kids, give it up for the kids. Good morning, church. Everyone say good morning. morning. Say morena. Awesome. My name's Owen. Welcome to church. Welcome online if you've just joined us. Welcome to Activate Church. It's lovely to have you with us. If you're in the foyer, come on through. Family, why don't we stand to our feet? If you're a bit shy, you're in the back, come towards the front. We're family this morning. We're going to have some fun. Praise our God. Do some jumping. Warm up. So shake your shoulders. Grab the person next to you and give them a shake and say, are you ready? Let's go. We've got some dance moves for you this morning as well. Here we go. When you speak. When you speak. I'll follow with heart and soul Help me see Your ways are not like my own Let's get moving to the left Caught between The future seen and the now I choose believe And find the faith in you now
clap on. Let's get a wave going on like this. God, you've never failed and never weak. Everything in you will lead to joy. I know it will. Now dance. God, you've never failed and never Doing the dance this morning. I'll trust when it doesn't First one, to the left. I believe in your To dance in church. Wow, I like those moves. I reckon these boys down here learnt their moves from their granddad, don't you think? <laughs> Pastor Ray, yeah, did he teach you? They, they are very cool moves. I love that dancing. Very cool. Awesome. Well, welcome to church this morning. Do you stand and believe on his promises? Yes, good words to sing, isn't it? Yeah, amen, amen. I declare blessing upon you this morning. Thank you for coming to Activate Church this morning. May you walk out of this place with your head held higher. Amen, that's what I'm praying for you today. How about you say hi to somebody as you take your seat. you with us this morning. We pray that you enjoy your morning with us as well. If you're here in the building for the very first time, a special welcome to you. It's great to have you here this morning. If you haven't already picked up one of our guest packs, we would love you to grab one of those on your way out. They the, uh, the team have got that, thank you so much. The team have got that down the back there for you. So on your way out, pick up one of those white bags and we'd love you to fill out the card inside as well and pop it into one of our giving boxes in the foyer so that we can get in touch with you. We'd love to get to know you a little bit. That'd be cool, awesome. Well, something that we do at Activate is celebrate the birthdays and the wedding anniversaries. So are there any birthdays or wedding anniversaries in the past week 
we got anyone here in the house? Was it a birthday? Oh, happy birthday. That's wonderful. Hope you had a great day. Yes. Okay, we got the chocolates coming over this way. Thank you, hosts. Got to get the chocolate for the birthday. Down here, and is there anyone else? Who else has had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in this past week? Keep waving your hand until you get your chocolate. Was it birthday? Happy birthday. Awesome. Anyone else? Over there. There's a few hands over there. Happy birthday. Keeping the host team on their toes, literally. <laughs> Wonderful. Anyone else still waiting for your chocolate? Happy birthday. Congratulations on wedding anniversaries. Have we got everyone? Wonderful. Well, we declare blessing upon you, birthday people. And was there any wedding anniversary people? Give me a wave if there was. It's all birthday people this past week. We declare blessing upon you in Jesus' name. May you know His favour. May you know His peace. May you know His prosperity upon you. May you know wonderful, intimate relationship with Him. Him encountering you over and over and over again. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Enjoy your chalky. Well, we are going to turn our eyes to the screen shortly. But before we do that, before we do that, I just feel to encourage, encourage us, the church. I keep getting the word persevere, or perseverance. And I was reading in the start of Hebrews 12, you know, and it says, run with endurance. You know, throw off the things that may hold us back or maybe pull us down and run with endurance. And we do this by keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. And so I really feel that there are some people here, probably us all, uh, that need to be encouraged. It is great to gather together, isn't it? You know, it also says in Hebrews 10, 25, do not neglect gathering together. And keep on, keep on encouraging one another. So well done on gathering together today. And, and, I, and I've heard of a couple of people this week in, in Activate groups that have been encouraged by their groups as they're going through um, illnesses. It's great to hear the groups gathering around them. Keep gathering together. Keep meeting together. And let's encourage one another. Let's persevere. Persevere. I really feel that that is the... The word of the Lord today, one of the words, <laughs> persevere, persevere. And we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Let's keep our eyes on Him. Let's keep our eyes on Him and keep on encouraging one another. Amen. We're going to hear a great word from Jay shortly. Um, going to be encouraged by that. And I have been so excited to hear what has been taking place in the in the youth. Come on, where are the youth? It is so cool to hear what's happening in the youth 
here at Activate and I reckon it's not a coincidence that it's taking place straight after Pray Waikato. Isn't that great? As we gathered together on Sunday night, that was a powerful night. We gathered together and prayed and we're seeing things take place. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, how about you turn your eyes to the screen and check out the news. Hey church family, welcome to Activate. Yeah, and it's so good to have you with us if you're watching online or from Ruakuta Campus, North Campus or Tuoko Campus. It is great to have you with us. We have Easter coming up very soon and we have a Good Friday gathering and it's going to be a great time. It's called Come to the Table and it's an invitation to sit with the one. It's going to be amazing and I encourage you, who can you bring? Can you bring a neighbour? Can you bring your family? Can you bring some friends? Because I promise you, you won't regret it. It's going to be an amazing time and you'll be able to find some flyers and on it there's a QR code where if you get your camera out on your phone, it will direct you to a personal invite from Pastor Sheridan. We hope to see you there with your family and friends. We also have another Easter gathering called Come to the Party and this is an invitation to celebrate the one. And so why don't again you invite your family, friends, whoever you know and invite them along because it's going to be an awesome opportunity. And if you see on the back of the flyer of Come to the Table, um, you will see a Come to the Party and if you scan the QR code and then you get a personal invitation from Pastor Sheridan. That's all the notices from us today. Yeah, and I pray that you encounter God's love today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Thank you, Jay and Nikita. The kids are going to stay in for a little bit longer. Isn't that lovely? We're going to continue worshipping together so you can keep your dance moves on. That'd be great. How about we stand up together? Also, Pastor Sheridan is in Christchurch today. He's in Activate Christchurch. So we declare blessing upon him as he's ministering there this morning on our Activate Churches. Blessing over them. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for our wonderful children. I thank you for our, our kids, our kids' leaders. I declare your blessing poured out upon our children. Father, I thank You for the way that You are encountering them. I ask that You would continue to do that. I love their enthusiasm. Father, may that never be extinguished. Pour out Your blessing and Your protection over them in Jesus' Name. And may our praise, may our worship honour You today as we glorify You. May You be lifted high in this place and not only in this place, may you be lifted high in our lives, in our city, in our nation and the nations. May you be lifted high above all else as we give you all our honour, all our, all our praise, all our glory, all, all your glory. We, we worship you. We worship you, almighty God. Amen. Let's worship Him.
wash over me as I worship, as I worship your majesty. I worship
is a worship your majesty. I worship your holy name, Jesus, my everything. All that I am is yours. I worship your majesty. Worship your holy name, Jesus, my everything. All that I am is yours. We worship you with everything. All I your name the word Hosanna means highest praise to our King Lord of Lords Hosanna is highest praise And I think this morning we need to lift His name up. Let's lift up a shout of praise. Oh, you're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. Mighty One. You're above it all, Lord. We give You everything. Everything, Lord. Give You everything. We'll praise Your name. Praise Mighty Oh 
love you. We worship you. We praise you, God. God, I pray that this morning is significant for each person in this place. This morning. That each person in this place experiences your presence in some way, shape or form. Come on, I pray that there's an encounter for each person in this place this morning. You know how we need to be encountered, God. I pray that you do what you want to do. You do what you want to do in our lives. God, I pray that we can come to you expectant this morning, ready for something new ready for something to change in our world for your kingdom's sake as we were singing God I just pray that you start to stir some hearts right now start to stir some people's hearts up God that people will walk out of here more in love with you something different about them Thank you, Jesus. I pray that this is not just a normal 10.30 gathering, but there's going to be something incredible that takes place for every life. So we love you and we honour you, God. Do what you want to do this morning. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Why don't we give the band a hand? They were awesome. Thanks, team. Well, it's good to be back, sharing in the 10.30 gathering. You can grab your seats. Oh, 10. Sorry. I got it wrong. 10 a.m. gathering. And uh, I'm I'm excited to share um, this morning about what God's placed in my heart. And I was saying to the um, 8.30 uh, gathering that it's it was one of those uh, times when I was preparing a message and I'd read a Bible verse and I'd just be shocked. I'd be like, "Does it actually say that?" And I was getting so excited, so I'm very excited to share what God's placed on my heart. But first of all, can I talk a little bit about Activate Youth? Is that okay? I'm excited about what's happening at Activate Youth. Um, Jan mentioned it earlier, but um, I think it is no co- uh, coincidence straight after Pray Waikato. And we had an incredible time on Friday night. Uh, not, it, was, it was an amazing time with God, but it was also fun as. We had a, um, do you guys know what a VR set is? Virtual reality? So Martin Van Blurk, there he is. Uh, he, he bought in his virtual reality and it was so fun. We basically um, put some of your kids on the tallest skyscraper and let them walk on a plank out there, except they thought they were doing it. Uh, what else? There was Beat Saber. Does anyone know what Beat Saber is? Uh, no one knows. It's basically Guitar Hero, but you've got two lightsabers in your hands. So it was hilarious watching people like some of the youth, and there was Martin who just showed us how it was done after. And they're standing, oh, Ashton Bartlett, he was there. And they're, they're just standing, standing there like this with goggles. It was hilarious. So anyway, that happened. Um, but we had an amazing time with God. Um, we, uh, we had some uh, incredible worship from our youth band, and then we, uh, we had a bit of a message. I spoke a message, and to sum it up, uh, 
It was a bit around, are you all in? Are you all in in this uh, Christian life? And I preached from a passage in Hebrews where, um, uh, in Hebrews it says, you know, you, you guys are drinking milk, but you need to be eating solid food. And in other words, come on, well, you don't need just us to teach you, but this is a personal relationship with God as well. And uh, you can do it yourself. You, it's a personal relationship in our week. And so it was a great time. And uh, I did a response at the end and it was amazing. Every single youth responded, stood up to receive prayer and to say, I'm all in Jesus. Which is just amazing. That we were just thinking about revival. That's, that's basically revival there. And the things we heard from it is just insane. Um, we heard... There, there was, oh, we had 10 to 15 new people as well. It was pretty amazing. Um, one new girl said that she saw angels in the room during worship. Amazing. Uh, we had uh, two uh, new girls, and apparently they were encountering Jesus, and they were bawling their eyes out, just having an encounter with God. That's just amazing. Uh, we had a couple of people who gave their lives to Jesus as well for the first time, which is just amazing. It was, an, it was an incredible time, and I want to encourage you. Come on, this is, this is not the future church. This is the church. The youth are the church, and God's doing incredible stuff with our youth here at Activate. And so continue to pray for us. If you want to get a part of it, let me know. It's gonna, it's, oh, God's doing stuff. I know God's doing stuff, and so I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it now because... You, I'm taking you on the journey now. So, Anyway, I'm preaching this morning from Luke chapter 21, from verse 1 to 4. And it's uh, in my Bible, it's titled The Widow's Offering. And some of your Bibles, it might be called The Widow's Might. Or, but I'm preaching from the NLT, and it says this. While Jesus was in the temple, he watched the rich people dropping their gifts in the collection box. Then a poor widow came by and dropped in two small coins. I tell you the truth, Jesus said, this poor widow has given more than all the rest of them, for they have given a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. And there's a lot that we can get out of this uh, passage. And uh, basically, to sum it up, Jesus and his disciples there at the temple uh, near near where um, the temple treasury, and they're watching people put their offerings in the collection boxes. And so there's these rich men, and they come up and they put in heaps of money, and and it's probably loud, all the coins falling in the collection box. And then there's this widow, and she drops him. Two coins, and it says in different translations, it says might, two, two mites, or it says uh, two leptons, or two copper coins. And uh, to give you a bit of context, that's the smallest amount of currency in the day. That's the, that's just the least amount of value, you know, those coins. And so this lady comes and she gives two, and the word even says that she has given everything she has, and so she's incredibly poor. And so... Uh, we can pull many things out of this passage, and it teaches us many things. And uh, first of all, we could look at how God sees what man overlook. Sees God sees what we overlook a lot of the time. And uh, I mean, if you were at that temple watching 
the people give money with Jesus and the disciples, I'm sure most of our, our eyes would have gazed over to the rich people dropping in all the money, right? We would have been like, wow, they're incredibly generous. They're giving a lot of money. But Jesus seems to be looking at the widow, not the rich people. And in fact, he says that the widow has given way more. And so we can look at the passage and see that God uh, sees what man overlooks. And I'm sure the disciples were paying attention to the rich people. But Jesus saw the widow. And uh, we could also look at that God's perspective is different from man's. And uh, this widow, she's got two coins, the smallest currency. Smallest currency, and it's just two little coins. And there's these rich people giving all this money. And then Jesus goes and says, you know what? She's given away more. She's given away more. That does not make sense. But the thing that Jesus is saying, God's perspective here is, her sacrifice is true. She is uh, giving a true sacrifice. In fact, it says that she has given all that she has when these men have only given a, la- a-, a little sum of what they actually have. And so God's perspective is different from man's. Who is thankful for that? Because if my perspective was the same as God's, you guys are screwed. <laughs> I strive to have the same perspective as God, but come on. God's perspective is different from man's, and I'm so thankful for that. Third, we can look at the fact that God honors giving in faith. Who believes that God honors giving in faith? Come on. It's, it's true. It says in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, God loves a cheerful giver, and he is faithful to them. And, and so here's this woman, and let's be honest, she needs money herself, right? She's poor. She needs charity. And here she comes and she drops her two last copper coins in the collection box. And so the word says that God loves a cheerful giver and he is faithful to them. We can see that God honors giving in faith and she gave in faith. She gave every last bit. Uh, But I'm, I'm excited to talk about a couple of different things. I'm excited to talk around generosity. And the two, two different things around generosity which just blew my mind when I uh, was looking into them and read about them. And so I want to take you on a journey, and it's really exciting. And so uh, uh, first of all, I just want to say, Psalms thirty-seven twenty-one. it says, The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. Not only that, 2 Corinthians 9, 7, God loves a cheerful giver. Come on, who knows that as a Christian, we are called to be generous, we are called, the, the word says that we are called to be generous. And I'm sure when I mention generosity, a lot of our minds straight away go to money. Yeah? A lot of our minds straight away go to financial generosity. But generosity is so much more than money. There's so much more. Yes, we have financial generosity, which is important. We got the tithe, which, which is God. It belongs to God. And, and we got offerings. And, and I believe that your offerings should go to where your heart burns. Is what you've got a burden for. I've got a burden to see people come into relationship with Jesus. I'm excited about that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been in the car and you've been at at, at the lights and there's been those people that come up to you and they want to wash your window for some coins or whatever. Anybody? Yeah, most of us would have seen them. Right, I I love those people. They're my favourite people on earth because they're the easiest people to tell the gospel to. How hard is it to just say, yeah, 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 
roll down your window. Well, you get a fresh, clean window from it, which is mean. But you can give them a financial gift and you can tell them that Jesus loves them. So easy. I love them. That's where my heart burns. I want to see people, so I sow into that. You know, we can sow into heaps of different things. The, the local church, we can serve into missions. We can sow into uh, giving to the poor. We've all got something that our hearts burn, that makes our hearts burn, that we've got a burden for. And uh, that's where our offering needs to go to. And uh, Paul said when the church of Corinth gave, uh, 2 Corinthians 9.11, it produced thankfulness in him. This is the first point which I want to talk about, which is just amazing. Paul said when the church of Corinth gave, it produced thankfulness in him. And in fact, it even says that generosity will produce thankfulness towards God and others. That is amazing. We have the opportunity to bring people closer to God by being generous. And we have the opportunity to produce thankfulness in people by being generous. And did you know that it says in Psalms 100 verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. How do we enter his gates? Thanksgiving. Which means when we are generous, it produces thankfulness in people and therefore leads them into the presence of God. Whoa, that's so easy. We can lead people into the presence of God by being generous. Man, that stirs me up. Come on. I remember, is Stanley here? Stanley, are you here? Is he here? Anyone know? Ah, anyway, everyone knows Stanley. Stanley's the man. I love Stanley. I remember I would have been, yeah, oh no, how, how old would I have been? Nine? Nine, ten, or something like that. I would have been nine or ten. And I remember uh, we were at our X conference, uh, our X movement conference, and um, uh, I was with Stanley, and, and I was really into skating and scootering at the time. And, and the trend was you needed to have really cool Element high tops. That was the brand Element, it was the trend. And so, I really needed some element high tops. And, and uh, Stanley goes, Jay, come with me. And so we went for a walk in, in Auckland and he took me to Cheap Skates, uh, which was a skate shop. And, and he says, pick anyone you want. And I tell you, I remember that to this day because it produced thankfulness in me. He let me pick any shoe I want. I was the coolest kid at school. I had element shoes, not really, but anyway, uh, I remember as well, I was uh, year nine and I was on my, uh, I was getting packed for India, I had the opportunity to go to India uh, with my dad and, and I remember there was a knock on the door one day and it's Stanley at the door and he comes into my room as I'm packing and he goes, hey man, I want to give this to you and he gives me some money. And he says, I, I want you to have some fun in India. He's from India, so it was, it was a personal, you know. I want you to have some fun, and I want you to buy some stuff in India. Come on, that produced thankfulness in me, and I still remember it to this day. Did you know that just by being generous, we can produce thankfulness in people? And, and, and then when thankfulness is produced in people, we're leading them into the presence of God. Man, that's amazing. We can be generous with our finance like the widow. We can be generous with our words 
just by speaking honour and kindness. We can be generous with our time, and by being generous, we have the opportunity to produce thankfulness in people and lead them into the presence of God. It's, generosity is so powerful, if you haven't got it already. It's so powerful. I want, I want to say this as well. This is, this is incredible. This verse here blew my mind for days when I read this. It says, it says from the Passion Translation in Proverbs 25.22, it says, your surprising generosity, come on, who knows that the widow in the story had surprising generosity, she gave everything she had, your surprising generosity will awaken his conscience and God will reward you with favour. Whoa. So generosity doesn't only produce thankfulness in people and lead them into the presence of God, but it also awakens an inbuilt divine conscience in them to live in a way that's more like God's character. Generosity is so powerful. We have the opportunity to to be generous and produce thankfulness in people, but we also have the opportunity to go to school. We have the opportunity to go to work, to go to a restaurant and be generous and in the process awaken something in them. I don't know if you're getting this. Well, we, we have the opportunity to, uh, by giving a financial gift, by speaking kind words, being generous with our words, by giving people our time to literally awaken an inbuilt divine conscience in people. That's amazing. I'll put it in another way. Uh, here at Activate Church, we want to be big hearted. It's one of our values on the wall. So we, you know, it has to be important. Uh, big heartedness is being generous. To be generous is to be big-hearted, right? And uh, it's like g- generosity is kind of like an arrow in our, in, our, in our quiver, and we're shooting arrows of generosity. And it's, it's like shooting arrows of big-heartedness, in a sense. And when we shoot arrows of big-heartedness and it sticks in people, it creates big-heartedness in them. It produces thankfulness in them. Yeah, I'm excited about it anyway. I hope you guys are too. (laughs) Guys. All right. But it's such an easy, easy tool. This is not not hard. Let's be honest. How hard is it to go to someone and be generous with our words? Come on, it's easy. How hard is it to, to simply give a financial gift to somebody? This lady here, this widow had two copper coins, it wasn't much. It's not about the amount, it's about the heart. And so when we give, when we are generous, <laughs> it's so easy and we are actually shifting someone's life. We are, we are bringing them from here to here. We're bringing them from a place uh, of, of, I don't know where they are in their world, but from here to a place of thankfulness, which leads them into the presence of God. And then it awakens something in them. It awakens an inbuilt conscience. It's so easy. It's an amazing opportunity. And God's saying, come on, will you be generous today? Man. What would it be like? Can I put the guy? I want to throw a challenge out. What would it be like if the 10 o'clock gathering, if, if all of Activate, if, if the whole church in Hamilton captured an authentic value for generosity? 
what would happen? I mean, some people in here are incredibly generous and you already know what it is to have an authentic value of generosity. And God sees that just as Jesus saw the widow. He honors you. But what if every single person discovered an authentic value of generosity? What would happen in Hamilton? Come on, an atmosphere of thankfulness and gratitude would be normal. There would be people all over Hamilton experiencing the presence of God through thankfulness. Revival, man. I love you, Owen. Thankfulness would uh, be so common, which would lead people into the presence of God. And we enter into his uh, gates with thanksgiving. If everybody in this room walked out of this building today and were generous, if we financially sowed into some things that we're passionate about, gave people some financial gifts, if we, if we spoke words of kindness and honor to people and were generous with our words, if we gave people our time, Come on, there'll be people all around the city encountering Jesus, the real and living God. That's our mission. That's our mission. We can have radical generosity every day like the widow, which God sees, by the way. He sees it. Jesus saw the widow. And we can see life transformed. Uh, Does this mean that it's going to replace sharing the gospel? No. No. Come on, God still said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. We've still got a part to play here and we've got to open our mouth a bit. We've got to tell people about Jesus, but we can lead people into the presence of God and awaken something in them by simply being generous. I want to finish up on this verse and it says, the church... Oh, sorry, who knows John 3.16? I don't even need to read it out, really. Come on, Sunday school's verse. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. We all know the rest of it. Come on. What does it say there? What does it say there? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God is a generous God. And if we want to imitate our father, which we're called to do, we got to be generous. God is a generous God. And he's calling us to be generous too. For God so loved the world that he gave. Do you know what? That's an amazing line as well when you do give something. The amount of times that I've, uh, I've, I've talked to somebody and I might have given them a tip. Didn't you know it's like the most radical thing to give a tip in New Zealand because it's not normal? Man, they'll be shocked. I remember I was giving a gift to, uh, to a waitress at a restaurant and, and she goes, we don't do that here. <laughs> I said, yeah, but my God so loved the world that he gave, and so I believe I need to as well. You know, come on. God so loved the world that he gave, and so we should too. Uh, there's a, um, an amazing time as well that, that absolutely rocked me. And I was in America uh, when I was there for the School of Evangelism a couple years ago. And, and uh, what did we say they were again? Who's the bag people? I got told at the last gathering, but I can't remember what they're called. Porter. Bellboy. Yeah, anyway, you guys know what I mean. There was uh, the bag person. (laughs) I just got told what it is. I'm in my own world right now. I'm like my dad. I get distracted. All right. (laughs) 
What was I saying again? No. All right. We were in America and there was a, there was a bellboy and he was grabbing our bags every day and he was opening up the doors uh, for the car so we can go to uh, the School of Evangelism in the morning and, and he would welcome us at night. And um, it was awesome. I, every single day I'd have a conversation with him about God. You know, what's your thoughts on God? And, and um, it was amazing. On the last day that we were at the hotel, myself and a couple of the other guys who were at the school, we decided, hey, let's just pitch in, a, in an amount each and give it to him. And so we, um, we gave him uh, a, a generous gift, and, uh, and it, it absolutely shocked him. And that night, we led him to Jesus. He was in the middle of his, the street on his knees. <laughs> like, he was so rocked by, by this generous gift, and generosity led him into the presence of God. We have the opportunity to do this wherever we are. God's a generous God, God, and we need to be as well. And some people in here might might even struggle with the thought of God being a generous God. Some people in here might be like, "God's not generous. Why would this happen?" Can I encourage you? We just read John three sixteen. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son to die for you. That's a generous God. Uh, did you know that he didn't just come to earth to simply die and then that's it? But he died so that we could live to the fullest here and now with Jesus. That's a generous God. Not only that, but he came and died so that we could have the fullest life here and until eternity and walk with Jesus for eternity. That's a generous God. God who loves us so much that he gave everything. Just like this widow. She gave everything. God gave everything for us. That's a generous, loving God. And he wants to connect with you. Come on, like I was sharing to the youth the other day, let's not, let's not be these Sunday Christians who come here and, yeah, Jesus! Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What was that name again? Come on. We're called for more than that. And God's a generous God, and he's calling us to be generous in our worlds as well. Come on. If I need to say it again, God is a generous God. God is a generous God, and I want you to capture that. I just want to simply give an opportunity for anybody in here who is not walking with God. Or maybe goes, I don't believe that God is a generous God. Uh, I believe that God wants to reveal his generosity to you today. Uh, It's called salvation. (laughs) Uh, That means that we get to live here and now with Jesus and for eternity with Jesus. That is the greatest generous gift ever. Ever. I got an Xbox for my birthday last year. It was epic. Nothing compared to salvation. And if you think then Xboxes are better than Salvation, we'll have a chat later. Anyway, but seriously, guys, come on. God is saying, would you take my hand? I've got this generous gift for you. Would you take my hand? I'm a generous God who loves you. And I just want to walk with you. And I want you to have the fullest life here and now. And then when you pass away, it's all right. We're still going to be walking together for eternity. 
What an amazing promise and generous gift. I just, can everybody just bow their heads and close their eyes to give the person next to you some privacy? I'm going to give a quick call later on just to, for you to raise your hand if you want to respond to Jesus' invitation, his generous gift this morning. And it's nothing magical in raising your hand. I just simply want to celebrate with you because it's the best decision you can ever make. <laughs> we want to celebrate with you. For God so loved the world that he gave. He died on a cross and he was thinking of you. That is a generous, 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 generous God. And so if you're in here and you're going, you know what, I want to accept Jesus' gift, his generous gift, and I want to, I want to walk here and live my fullest life with Jesus and for eternity. If that's you this morning, can you just raise your hand? I want to celebrate with you. I'll wait a little while. Bless you. I see your hand. So awesome. Is there anybody else in here who needs to give their life to God today? The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Come on, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Let today be the day that you accept His gift. Is there anybody else? Wait a little longer. Come on. I feel like there's a couple more in here. Jesus is not a dead religion. He is a generous, alive God who wants to walk with you. I see another hand. That's awesome, buddy. Anybody else? I'll wait another few seconds. It's okay. I got some time. Your eternity matters to me. Is there anybody else? Awesome. Well, God, we thank you for the people who accepted your generous gift this morning. And we celebrate with them. We celebrate with them and we celebrate with you. And and I just want to say thank you, God. Thank you. And God, I pray that as we go into our week this week, that we can imitate our generous, loving Father. That when we go into this week and we're generous, we can see lives transformed. That we can see thankfulness produced in people and see people walk into the presence of God. That we can be generous and we can see something awaken in people. God, thank you for a heart of generosity. I pray that the church will be the place that's looked at around the world as the most radically generous place in the whole planet. Because we're people who have captured your heart, God, just like the widow. We love you, Jesus. I declare blessing and favour over each household represented here. In Jesus' name, amen.
I just want to finish off um, this quote by Dylan Burroughs. And it says this, Righteousness and generosity are inseparable. The person whose heart longs for God also longs to give to others. Come on, if your heart longs for God, if you're passionate about Jesus, if you're walking with Jesus, it's inseparable. We are called to be generous. So I encourage you this week, let's live like God and be generous. Bless you. So good. Yeah, thank you, Jay. That was excellent. Wasn't that great? And wasn't that great for those ones that just responded to Jesus? How about we give them a hand? Yeah. Fantastic. Come on. Party going on in heaven. Wonderful. But if you did respond uh, to Jesus this morning, we have got a pack for you that we would love to uh, help you along in your, in your journey. Uh, a great thing also is to um, get involved in an Activate group if you're not already in one. But yeah, our team are there with a the, with the green bag. Uh, so please go and grab a green bag on your way out this morning. Plus, if, don't forget, if you're here for the first time, we'd love you to pick up one of our guest packs. It's the white bag. And we'd love you to fill in the card and pop it into one of our giving boxes in the foyer as we finish. Yes, wonderful, wonderful, awesome. Well, generous, eh? We have a generous church. We do. I thank you, church. We are a generous church. I, I declare blessing over our church. I, I declare blessing over our tithes, over our offerings. Blessing in Jesus' name. Blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing, aren't we? So I declare blessing upon every household in Jesus' mighty name. So we're purposed in our giving here because we're big-hearted. It all flows on, doesn't it? Our giving boxes are in the foyer, so thank you. If you've been with us online today, it's been great having you with us online. We declare blessing upon you. I saw that hand. Was that Owen? Owen's waving. (laughs) Bless you. Awesome. Well, Easter is coming. Easter is coming. It's coming this weekend. Isn't that great? And it was wonderful that we sang Hosanna earlier. And you know that with the lead up to Easter as Jesus entered into Jerusalem and they called out Hosanna. Hosanna to the King. So I pray that you have a wonderful week declaring Hosanna to the King. But so our Easter gatherings, when are they people? Do you want to tell me? I know you know. Oh, come on, with some enthusiasm. Friday, 10 a.m. We're going to be here, yes. And then 8.30 and 10 and 6 on Sunday. So we've got come to the table on Friday and come to the party on Sunday. It's all going to be going off. It's going to be great. We have got flyers for you and me to be generous this week. We're a whole pile of flyers. We get to pick those up right now as we go out. We might sing a song though to finish because um, uh, we're going to be generous in our praise. Anyway, and then pick up a pile of flyers 
uh, and they're done. These flyers are made for us, the church, to be generous in inviting our friends and our family to come to the table, come to the party. So pick up some flyers as you uh, leave today. Plus, also there are some hope, maybe some hope project booklets left. If if the 8:30 gathering didn't grab them already, there are still some there. So there's some maps there. We do need those delivered this week because we get to put at the same time in the letterbox a nice flyer come to the table come to the party so go and um, you grab some of those I think the majority of them are to go to addresses in Fairview Downs I think that's right Um, so go for a little walk in Fairview Downs this week do a little exercise and that's going to be good isn't it you want to sit yeah I just want to give you a challenge out if you do want to hand out those booklets. I was challenged this week about generosity, and so it's good timing. And I, um, God said, if you want to sow the seeds, you need to till the soil. And so I went and bought hot cross buns and took them around Enderley. And I just want to challenge you to do that. It was so amazing, just the response. And there was a couple of people that said no to the hot cross buns, but they took the invite to church um, because of the offering first. So, yeah, I just thought that tied in. Awesome. Isn't that great? Generosity. Taking the presence or inviting them into the presence of God. Isn't that great? Thank you for that, Kit. Wow, so pick up some hot cross buns. Man, have you got any left? <laughs> but there may be some here next weekend. So that'll be good, won't it? Awesome. Well, if you'd like someone to stand with you in prayer, please don't hesitate to come up or grab a friend next to you and let's pray, to, pray together. Keep encouraging one another. It's good to encourage one another. Let's sing to finish. Thanks. So many people are thankful that we've got a God that fulfills promises. When He says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. In Jesus' name. When you speak. When you speak, I'll follow with heart and soul. Help me see your ways are 